Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray. And folks, we are broadcasting from inside Renaissance Bank in beautiful Alpharetta. And if you're looking for a bank that is safe, sound, small enough to deliver services in a personal way, big enough to to have the resources to service your business in the way that you grow and change, well, I think Renaissance fits checks all those boxes. And I know this from my own experience and from that of my clients. So if you're tired of the mega banking experience, and you know what I mean by that, if you're at one of those banks, uh, give Renaissance a try. RenaissanceBank.com is the website. Go check them out. You can find uh, all their offices around the southeast, some 200 around the southeast, ready to serve you. And find out more information. Give them a call. I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now I want to welcome Andrea Brantley. Andrea is with Family Promise of North Fulton DeKalb. Andrea, welcome. Hi, John. Thanks so much. Yeah, it's great to have you here. So tell us a little bit about Family Promise of North Fulton DeKalb. How are you serving folks out there? So we are serving two counties, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. North Fulton and DeKalb. And we serve uh, families with children experiencing homelessness. Mm, okay. So you're a nonprofit uh, working in that area. Talk a little bit about, um, first of all, just the scope of the problem. Well, you know, I think it's important for me to mention that the last count in 2020, 2021, there were 45,500 children in Georgia that were homeless. And if you'd like to get a visual about how much that is, Mm -hmm. that number exceeds a sellout crowd at Truist Stadium. So that number's that's, pretty that, big. Yeah, that's mind-boggling. Um, that uh, I mean, and, and Georgia is one of the more prosperous states in the United States, and we're ranked uh, second in homelessness. Really? Yes. Um. Okay, let's dive into that a little more because um, I think a lot of uh, people perceive, and I get this, they perceive um homelessness, uh, they see the person downtown with a shopping cart and they perceive this as a central uh, CBD Atlanta problem. And I mean central business district (laughs) problem, right? Um, That it's not um, a suburban problem. Correct. Give your perspective on that. Well, in addition to that, a lot of misnomers around homelessness is that people are lazy. Mm-hmm. Or they're on drugs, yeah. or they have mental illness, right? And that's just simply not true. Mm-hmm. Many of our families that we work with have experienced homelessness because of a traumatic event in their life, a situation that has caused this mm-hmm. um, of not being able to afford rent and food, and mm-hmm. having to make that decision mm-hmm. about how am I going to feed my kids, but I want to keep a roof over their head, right? Um, so for us, we see no drug usage. We don't see mental illness. We don't, you know, those are not the families that we're serving. There is a population of course mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but our families need a hand up. Mm. So 
and and you're in largely suburban areas in turn right so i mean part of the point is is that um the problem of homelessness is not just an urban phenomena it's a suburban problem it sure is talk about that well you know we have no problem filling our shelter we have no problem helping people that call in which mm-hmm. means these people are calling from alpharetta roswell um you know, Dunwoody, mm-hmm. Sandy Springs. Mm-hmm. I mean, four very affluent areas. Mm-hmm. So uh, we would be, not be around if we didn't have, you know, the people coming to us. Right. Uh, these people are most of the time working when they come to us, but mm-hmm. we can't help them have a, you know, find a job if they don't. Uh, but these people are working. They're either living in a hotel at the time that they come to us, mm-hmm. a very expensive way to live. Right. Where you're paying rent weekly. Right. And they're coming to us from living in their cars. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And these are kids that are still going to school and living in their car. Right. And mom's still going to work. Right. So um, their morning is uh, waking up, um, mom driving them to school to use your, um, c- continue your uh, story there, um, dropping them off, going to work. And, uh, they stay until whenever mom comes, comes back to pick them up and then do whatever they need to do and, and find wherever they can find to park overnight, which in and of itself is a problem. Very much so. Yeah. Um, so talk about some of these things that happen. You mentioned, uh, it's not necessarily job loss, although it could be, mm-hmm. uh, I assume we're talking maybe things like medical, medical bills. Talk, talk about some of the things, some, some of these catastrophic, catastrophic events that affect the people you serve. Sure. Uh, so, you know, medical is one, obviously you could have a health crisis or maybe one of your children has a health crisis, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to take way more time off work than your boss is really wanting you to. Right. So, uh, the pandemic was a very interesting situation for many people because the kids were not in school anymore. Right. So if you're a single mom and you're working Mm -hmm. and your kid has to now go online school, what do you do? Right. 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 Mm -hmm. Um, divorce Mm -hmm. is a big one. So all of a sudden you go from having two incomes to one income Mm -hmm. that, you know, right. could be tragic. Um, and that lack, uh, that loss of the other second income is a huge impact. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, you know, job loss, health issue, um, I'm trying to think of some of the other stories that we've heard of a, f- a fire. We had a mom that had a fire in her house mm. and lost her home that way. Mm-hmm. Obviously affordable rents. They're, right. they're, they're just, you know, skyrocketing Yeah, and you know, you only have so much money at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So some of those are the, the stories that we hear. Um, this is the part of um, the story that I would submit a lot of people don't want to really think about. Um, and that is the affordable, the, the, the um, affordability of housing, mm-hmm. right? And, and the, the problem that is continuing to get worse in well, both North Fulton and DeKalb, really all over the place, right. <laughs> um, all over the country. 
Um, and how much that plays into this issue, right? Because there's only so much. And, and then, of course, we've had food costs going up. So the, the, just the inflation problem in general has affected these families. Right. We've seen our numbers go up dramatically mm-hmm. since uh, the pandemic mm-hmm. and all the inflation that's been happening. Um, you know, one of the programs that we offer to our families uh, with children is our prevention program because once a family becomes homeless, mm-hmm. it's very hard to dig yourself out of that. Mm. Once you've been evicted, it's really hard to get housing after that. Right. So we added a program called our prevention program. And that's where we take phone calls mm-hmm. um, from folks that are needing our help. And we mm-hmm. can provide assistance with rent and food and gas. Mm-hmm. And if we can bridge a gap for those families to not ever become homeless, mm. that is really what we want to do. Right. Right. So, um, you know, we, we've, had a lot of success with that program and helping families. They write to us and tell us how thankful they are that, you know, sometimes they just need one month. Right. Right. Um, and that it's not just the, um, issues with, you know, the, the problem in re, re you know, making up that income and that, that kind of thing. It's all the turmoil that causes personally, for that whole family, right? The kids, what have you, they're, they're maybe in a different school district and, and, uh, to stay in that school, they have to be their own school. They have to be, uh, uh, go through extraordinary <laughs> measures to get back to that school, right? Cause of distance, right? Sure. Um, and so, um, there's a whole lot of issues that are involved that happen when homelessness occurs. Yes. Yeah. It's it's multifaceted, for right, sure. Right, for sure. Um, folks, we're here chatting with Andrea Brantley. She is with Family Promise of North Fulton and DeKalb. She's the executive director there. So, uh, Andrea, you you talked about the prevention program. How else do you serve those that are homeless? I mean, once that once that homelessness occurs, maybe what? How do, how do your services kick in there? So our flagship program is our rotational shelter. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is a model that has been used for over 30 years. Family Promise is a national organization. And so we have over 200 affiliates across the United States. And North Fulton DeKalb is just one of them. Mm. So the rotational shelter is where we partner with congregations of all faiths Mm -hmm. to use their space as shelter. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the congregation plans way in advance of when they're going to house our families. And it's usually four times a year and our families come in and they transform Sunday school classrooms into bedrooms. Mm. The thing that makes us unique is that we keep the family together. Mm -hmm. So in many shelters, single moms are, you know, separated from their sons. Mm hmm. Husbands and wives are are separated. Right. This keeps the unit together, mm. which, you know, relieves some of that trauma. Sure. You know, it's very traumatic to be separated. Right. So, uh, you know, they transform these, these Sunday school classrooms into bedrooms, and then they find volunteers that are willing to cook three meals a day for our families. 
So it truly is a community effort. Mm-hmm. I mean, family promise screams community, right? right? You've, got, sure. you've got um, congregations coming together that may not have come together if it wasn't for this mission. Mm. So for instance, we have um, Mount Vernon Presbyterian Church in Dunwoody mm-hmm. partners with B'nai Torah mm. in Dunwoody. Okay. And so those two congregations partner, they house them at Mount Vernon Presbyterian mm-hmm. and B'nai Torah partners with them to find volunteers to cook, spend the night. We always have some, a host to spend the night yep. so that our families feel safe. Right. You know, a church can be, seem really big when you get in there. So <laughs> um, it's nice knowing that someone from that congregation is spending the night in case anything should happen. Sure. Um, so it's just a really warm community effort of people, you know, kind of wrapping their arms around these children mm-hmm. that need our help. Right. So right. it's really neat. Yeah, that's interesting uh, idea there that congregations that in faith communities that wouldn't come together otherwise now have a reason to they have a a, a common goal to unite around and get to know each other. Absolutely. Apart it, from this work they're doing. Absolutely. And it like it just makes me warm inside to think about it because mm-hmm. like when I see my rabbis and my, you know, ministers getting together, mm-hmm. it's just a beautiful thing. They they get together and talk about, you know, how they're helping our community and the the congregants of each congregation get together. Mm. And um it's just it's just a really nice thing with all that's going on in our world now. Yeah. It's it's just a really nice feeling. Yeah. Wow. Such great work. So you said it uh a, a congregation that gets involved in this, they typically house someone once a quarter. Once a quarter. Yeah. So so what that means is that family is rotating around to other correct faith communities. Right. So it's not an easy program. Yeah. Right. right. So they got to get up every morning and they have to leave the congregation and go to work and take, well, take their kids to school first, Right. go to work and then come back. And the, the biggest um, requirement for this program Mm -hmm. is families have to be back at the congregation by 7 PM so that we can sit down and break bread together. Mm. Okay. So we feel like that dinner time, is the time for the people in your congregation that are volunteering to bring dinner that night Mm -hmm. to sit down and just talk to our families, Mm -hmm. listen to our families, have a conversation that is something other than why did they get in this situation or how did they get here? Right. Mm. Talk about, you know, what, how was your child's day today in school? You know, maybe help one of the kids with their homework. So mom can kind of just, sit back and read a book. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or do something mindless, like look at Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just have a moment to relax. Right. Um, right. uh, and decompress. Um, yeah. So we, you, you're talking about connection in another way. And what, what you're also talking about here is education, right? Right. I mean, there's nothing that educates better than one-on-one encounter sometimes. Right. That's right. And a lot of my congregations that come on board, uh, once they get on board, they're always like, you know, this is a mission that we can get around mm-hmm. and that we can make a difference in our community. Right. And it's also pretty much an opportunity for any age group. So if you want to come host dinner, you bring your kids mm. and they play with the kids that are in the program. Right. 
right? right. It's a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, many opportunities around um, homelessness and um, other other you know missions like that. It's you have to be a certain age. Yeah. To, yeah. to volunteer. Right, right. Um, you know, uh, we like to say that our little old ladies in the churches love making the dinners. They uh-huh. love making their casseroles. Right. Um, you can come and spend the night. Your whole family can spend the night if you want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a great opportunity. Yeah, yeah. That's that's uh, that's fantastic. Um, so talk about the, uh, the. I mean, again, North, Fult- North Fulton DeKalb, that's a pretty big area. So what, talk about, I guess, the the different places within that territory that you serve and the different congregations, and must be a lot of them that are involved, but let's talk a little bit about that piece. Sure. So we try to keep it in a good range of, you know, so our families aren't driving so far. So we try to keep like, you know, obviously North Fulton Mm -hmm. and then North DeKalb. Right. So that they're not going too far outside those two counties, even though they're next to each other. Sure. Uh, We have, Probably, I think we're up to about 12 congregations that host, mm-hmm. okay? And then we have probably 25 to 30 congregations that support. Mm-hmm. And that support can be anything from helping another congregation with volunteers. Right. Or it could be, you know, maybe giving us an opportunity to apply for a grant within your congregation, a foundation. Mm. Right. It could be... Um, you know, making a contact for us, like, Hey, we know John from radio X and, you know, we think it'd be a great opportunity for Mm -hmm. you. It can be anything to support our mission. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, maybe they want to do a fundraiser for us. Mm. You know, maybe they say, you know, we don't really have the facility for, to host your families because, you know, we just don't have showers or we don't have Sunday school classrooms that would be open during the week. Mm Well, you can help in other ways. Mm. You can do a gift card drive. Sure. So there's just just a ton of opportunity uh, there for folks. Yeah, and that's really uh, helpful for congregations because you know they're, um, we've got a lot of congregations out there that are, um, uh, well, they don't have the same number of people they used to have. They're smaller, right? right? And and so they they maybe look at the. At, the problems of their community and think we just don't have the people resources that we used to have. Um, you're giving congregations like that an opportunity to plug in. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's a great opportunity. I'm not sure I answered your other question. As far as our territory goes, mm-hmm. when we were, we we're 10 years old, our affiliate is 10 years old. Okay. And when we first were, you know, created and established by um, a rabbi from Temple Sinai, mm-hmm. This problem was not as big as it is now. Right, right. I mean, so it seems like a huge territory now, but when it was first started, it, it didn't seem like, well, it wasn't as big of a problem. Yeah, so, right. You know. And and I, I get the reasons behind that, because if you're in Sandy Springs, Dunwoody, if you're like me, you don't know whether you're in North Fulton or DeKalb sometimes, oh, right? Yeah. Right, or yeah. Dunwoody and Sandy Springs. Yeah, yeah, Dunwoody, Sandy Springs, yeah. You, you just don't know, like, necessarily so i get that it makes perfect sense um um but yeah you're right i mean the the problem has uh exploded yes so much that um suddenly what seemed to be um a manageable territory is pretty big right yeah so um let's 
let's talk a little bit about those congregations that maybe they look at their current space and they see, Hey, we got a lot of space here. Um, but they don't, they're also people, um, they don't know if they've got the right number of people to take, you know, to handle hosting what's involved in that. Well, our congregations need to have a shower. Okay. And a lot of people will say to us, a lot of folks that I talk to with congregations will say, well, we don't have showers. And then I'm like, well, do you have a youth house? And then they're like, yeah. And I'm like, is there a shower in the youth house? So <laughs> sometimes they don't realize that they have a shower. Right. Um, a lot of our temples have showers in the rabbi's offices. Mm-hmm. So, okay. and they didn't know that. People okay. in the congregation don't know that. Right. So we try to dig around a little bit when their first initial, you know, thing is like, I don't think we can host. Sure. And then once we figure out that they do have showers mm-hmm. or they're willing to maybe even build showers, we've had congregations that are willing to build showers. Really? Sh- yes. Let's yeah. shout them out. Who are they? Because these are people that are pretty dedicated. Roswell, uh, Roswell Church of uh, Roswell Baptist of Roswell. Yes. Go Roswell Baptist. I mean, okay. they just took it. I mean, they hosted without a shower, and yeah. our families were going across the street to Roswell Presbyterian. Big uh-huh. shout out to them too. Yeah, big because shout they out. let them borrow their showers. Awesome. And within six months, I think uh, Roswell Baptist had showers built for us. Look at you, Roswell Baptist people. That's, that's awesome. I mean, yeah. just amazing yeah. folks over there. That's great. It did take me about six years to get them on board, but it happened. <laughs> but they came on strong when they, they came. Sure I love it. I love it. Um, yeah. So you got to have showers. What else? What are some of the other issues? You have to have rooms that are available. Okay. At least four rooms. Three mm-hmm. for three. Of eight. We serve three families in this program at a time. Okay. So you have to have at least three bedrooms for our families, mm-hmm. one for each room uh, family. And then you have to have a room for our overnight volunteers. Right. We provide the beds. Oh, really? We, yeah, we provide okay. the rollaway cots. Okay. We have a family promise truck. You'll see it around town here because it's really nice, and we got it uh, wrapped, and it's got our logo on it. And oh, the whole awesome. Yeah. So you might see that now that I've mentioned it. Yeah. Um, so in the family promise truck, the volunteers drive it from congregation to congregation, and it holds the family's bins with their belongings mm. and the cots. Wow. Yeah. So all you need to do is provide your space and get your volunteers, you know, kind of connected to the mission mm-hmm. and willing to prepare food, volunteer to their time, do some laundry, make up some bedrooms. And it's, it's really just not that difficult. And the, the, I think the feeling that people get from doing that hands-on mission work is invaluable. Yeah. You know, for sure. For sure. Um, and, don't get me wrong, folks, is there's nothing wrong with going across the world and doing mission trips or anything like that, but this is a mission trip right in your own backyard. You you absolutely are correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um so the you you do some collaboration with other nonprofits. Um talk about that. So we work in the uh we are part of the North Fulton Continuum of Care. Mm-hmm. And what that means is we partner with folks like North Fulton Community Charities, mm-hmm. the Drake House, Homestretch, mm-hmm. and we all partner together. So if we can't, if we've got a family, if we've got a mom that, say, doesn't have her GED, we can send them over to North Fulton Community Charities mm-hmm. to get that. And right. we don't have to reinvent that for our smaller program. Sure. They have the resources and we'll use it. Mm-hmm. North Fulton Community Charities may get a phone call 
uh, or a visit in their pantry from a family that is living in their car mm-hmm. and they can refer them to us. Mm. We work with the Drake house for transitional housing. And for those of you that don't know what transitional living is, it's, it's transitional. You mm-hmm. live in there for a, a decreased rent based on your income mm-hmm. and you stay for up to two years to help you really get on your feet. Right. It's a great program for single moms. Mm-hmm. And we refer our folks to them after they're ready to graduate from family promise. Right. Right. Okay. So, so uh, speaking of graduating from family promise, I, uh, I missed one thing I wanted, wanted to ask. Um, so when someone goes into the, your um, program, how long do they typically stay in that program? Um, That's a great question. Yeah. It used to be 120 days. Mm-hmm. It's getting to be a little longer. There's why, just, there's why just nowhere for people to go. Mm. Okay. You know, even if we help our moms and dads and families get better jobs, mm-hmm. it just still doesn't seem to be enough. Mm. The average cost of a one bedroom apartment in North Fulton is over $2,000. dollars mm. That's right. huge. That's yeah. a lot of money for one person. That's a lot of money. Um, and that's a one bedroom apartment. Right, right. 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 So. Yeah. Yeah. Um so, so let's talk about um we're kind of getting down to the end and I want to make sure we get to where businesses can get involved because we are um you're looking for faith communities, you're looking for volunteers, donors. Um, but I know you're looking for businesses to get involved. So explain, um, to those business leaders out there that, uh, feel a tug about this problem, how they can help. Well, if you are a corporation or a small business and you feel in your heart to do some social responsibility Mm -hmm. and to get involved in the community, we are a great opportunity for team building sponsorship, Mm -hmm. um, congregation, Mm. maybe, maybe your business, you know, maybe the people in your business belong to different congregations around the area. And you want to just mention this and get us connected with someone right? um, at your, your congregation. It's just a, we will, we will find a place to plug you in. Mm -hmm. So would love to hear from you. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's terrific. Andrea Brantley, folks, she's the executive director of Family Promise of North Fulton, DeKalb. Um, Andrea, this has been great. You're doing some fantastic work out there. We're just honored to have you and uh, delighted we can shine the light on that work. So congratulations on your on your uh, on that work and your uh, success so far. And uh, but let's get to the most important question, I think, which is for those that would like to get in touch and learn more and maybe get involved themselves with you, how can they do that? They can go directly to our website, which is Family Promise. N is in nickel. D is in decab. I'm sorry. Family Promise, NFD. Yeah, as in North Fulton decab. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> FamilyPromiseNFD.org. And okay. I'll tell you another thing. Um, liking us on Facebook is really keeps you up to date on what we're doing. Okay. Uh, we just, we just uh, worked with charity cars and they provided one of our moms with a car last night. Oh, wow. So, you know, those pictures will be on there Yeah. Um, pretty soon. And so you can just kind of keep up with the things that we're doing and it 
gives you an opportunity to see where you might want to get plugged in. And and some of the faith communities that are involved, right? I mean, that's that's a good place to find out that as well, because some folks, you know, maybe they're not a member somewhere, but they want to get involved, right? Then they've got that opportunity. Yeah. And on our website, we have a list of all the congregations that okay. we partner with. So, you know, if you want to see if your church is involved, but maybe you just don't know. Right. You right. can you can look on the website and find out there. And also all my email is on there. Um, all our department's emails and phone number. So Got it. This has been such a great opportunity. Well, thank you so much for coming in. We're, we we just appreciate you and the great work you do. So thank you. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, folks, just a, a quick reminder for you that the folks at Office Angels, well, they're actually angels. They really are angels. And I know that personally because I use their services. They stand ready to fly in, get those pesky administrative tasks done for you, the the receipts you've got in a shoebox that, that purports to be your bookkeeping bookkeeping system they can they can work with that they've got a whole host of services that they provide for their business small businesses that they work with and I'm one of those and they uh, do terrific work they fly in get the job done and fly out and they do it on an ongoing or as needed basis chief executive angel SES Cabido stands ready at 770-442-9246 to discuss with you your own particular issues and how she and her team of angels can help. So I encourage you to call Essie, let her know we sent you, uh, or if you're shy, go to officeangels.us to check them out. But I uh, encourage you to just give Essie a call. And folks, just a uh, quick, uh, one more quick uh, announcement. Uh, I've got a book coming out later this year. It's called the, it's called the price and value journey, raising your confidence, your value and your prices using the generosity mindset method. If that's uh, something of interest to you, you can go to pricevaluejourney.com to learn more, uh, get information on our podcast of the same name and so forth. And finally, thank you to you, our listener. We just passed episode number 650 and we are coming up on our seven-year anniversary that'll happen here in May 2023. We've only gotten this far because of you. You have done marvelous uh, things for us in terms of sharing the show, liking it when we post, and all that kind of stuff. And um, uh, that's that's how we grow. And we're all about being the voice of of business and uh, the nonprofit community here in the North Fulton area. So please continue to share the show. If you've heard something here that makes you want to do that, um, please do it. Uh, and I can't imagine that you haven't heard a, a compelling reason to um, share the show, maybe with your congregation or some other, um, maybe on social media or what have you. But uh, we thank you for that. We thank you for your support. We're grateful to you as we continue to serve as the voice of business here in the North Fulton area. So for my guest, Andrea Brantley, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.